listening to the Market Your Message podcast. This podcast is dedicated to helping message-driven coaches become recognized thought leaders who make more impact and income by sharing their stories and skills. I'm your host, Niala Thorpe, and I'll be your guide to mastering marketing and monetizing your unique message. Each week, I share with you techniques and tools to turn your overcomplicated business into the right structure, strategy, and system that'll catapult your results and position you for prosperity. Are you ready? Let's jump in. Hello, hello everyone. I'm super excited. I am back with another interview in our summer interview series. If it's your first time seeing one of our interviews, my name is Niala Thorpe, the CEO of Market Your Message. And I'm so excited because we really wanted to be able to bring you some experts this summer to help you understand social media better, for you to understand the climate that we're in, the changes that are happening online right now, and how you can leverage all what's happening to grow your business. So I'm super excited to introduce you to my speaker today, okay? Her name is Skylar Garcia, managed by Sky is the name of her company. She's a social media coach and strategist. And listen to this, guys. With over 235 TikTok followers, she's helped over 600 creators and businesses grow on social media. And that is amazing. That means that you are about to hear from somebody who knows what she's talking about. So make sure you tune in and make sure you subscribe to the channel, okay? All right. So Sky, how are you? I am good. How are you? I'm super excited to chat today, girl. I know. Uh, okay, so <laughs> I've been asking like all the um, our interviewees to uh-huh. do this, and I know I didn't give you a warning, but there's a good reason. <laughs> so tell me, what's one word that you would describe yourself, and why would you choose that word? I would say tenacious. I actually it was easier than I thought, <laughs> um, but I would say tenacious. I think throughout my whole life, um, I'm just a go getter. You know, and in everything I did, whether it be sport, I think sports were a good foundation for me. You know, my parents, my parents did me right. (laughs) And um, they, I definitely was always like wanted to be a captain. I always wanted to be a leader. And I think that just like, as you know, sports became less important and work became more important. um, I just kind of translate that into business, whether that be like me actually working at companies. Like I always wanted to be one of the best, you know, and stuff like I wanted to be somebody that people could come to. And stuff, which has its pros and cons, I'm sure you know too. You know, like definitely people take advantage at times. Yeah. But um, I was able to start my business. And I think, you know, even being surrounded people by people my age or people in the industry, whatever it is, that is one thing that has set me apart from everybody in terms of like, because I got it done, you know? Yeah. And I think that's one thing, even with content creation or social media, like you just doing it, you're ahead of like, a, a bit like 95% of people. So many people want to do this, but actually doing and being tenacious about it. And honestly, like, putting your blinders on and just doing like, I think that that's really what's important. So like, not only am I learning that about myself and that's what made me successful. I'm trying to teach people to do that too, you know? And I think that that's really important. Mm, I love that because I also believe that tenacity is something that successful is a characteristic that successful entrepreneurs have, and you have Mm -hmm. to develop that. And I also feel like something you said that's really important, which is like 
done is better than perfect. And the more you put yourself out there and take action and do is how you, you develop that muscle. That's what I like to say. It's like, I love that. that. Yeah. It gets better (laughs) and it gets better. And then next thing you know, you blink your eye and you're like, Oh my goodness, I'm like this social media extraordinaire. (laughs) And I didn't even know how it happened, you know? So Yeah. yeah, I love that. All right. So just tell us a little bit about your history. So how did you get into social media, helping people on social media? Yeah. So when I was, oh gosh, 12, I loved video editing. Like I was, I was like this, I mean, I think we all were at that time, but like, I want to be on YouTube, you know, like, and stuff. And like, my dad actually is a producer. And so he like always, I was always surrounded by film, you know, and stuff and like in commercials and this and that. And so he was telling me like, if you ever want to start a YouTube channel, like you should start editing, you know, and stuff. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay. And so with my friends, like we do stupid dancing videos, like every 12 year old did, you know, and stuff, but I would edit the videos and like, I would actually have ideas. Like I'd come to my friends and I'd be like, here's what we're doing today. And they're like, okay. <laughs> and so, um, that's kind of like how my passion for like creative, I guess, like, or like where I discovered my creativeness mm-hmm. and then past that, when I started getting older and just like getting jobs and things like that, I, when I graduated high school, I approached an acai bowl place here in Orange County. And I was like, Hey, you have no social media. And like, your bowls are so cute. Like your place is cute and nobody knows about it. Like, I think we should start like with social media. And I just kind of had this general understanding, just growing up in the age of social media, of what should be posted and just seeing other companies on there. And, um, so, I mean, I didn't have like any professional experience, but I was like, if you're willing to, like, I would love for you to like, kind of take a chance on me. And, they did. And I was just more than happy about it. And they also hired me for their coffee shop across the street. And wow. then they, and then I got recommended to like yoga places. It was like all in like the same circle. It was a lot of just like word of mouth at the time. Um, I really didn't even think, I didn't even honestly think of it as a job at the time because it's like, a, I feel like social media managers weren't like a big buzzword at the time. I wasn't seeing it on social media. I was like, Oh, I just, I don't know. I post on social media for people, you know, and stuff. I'm like, that's my job. (laughs) And so that was that. And then I wanted to go to school for film initially because I still love editing. I still love film and I think it's great. But then I was like, okay, I can learn all of that on YouTube nowadays. Like, and I honestly can be really specific with what I learned. I don't have to learn like movie editing. I never wanted to be a movie editor. I wanted to be like quick cut, like music videos or commercial editing, you know, and things like that. So I was like, if I ever want to learn that and like, you know, kind of feel that or fuel that passion, I could just go to YouTube, you know, and stuff. And yeah. so I um, decided to go to school for advertising. And um, just because I thought I was like, okay, I want to know a little bit more about marketing, but I don't want to do the math. So I'll do advertising <laughs> instead. Um, so I did advertising. And then I actually, um, in my sophomore or junior year, I can't remember what year it was, but I ended up going and working a full-time job at an advertising agency um, for a year before COVID. And we actually worked through COVID too. Like, because the thing is like, people need marketing. I know it's like, Mm -hmm. it doesn't, it doesn't seem like a job that would have stayed afloat during that time, but people in order to make money still, like they still needed to make money. So our advertising agency was booming. Like we were like, working, we mean, we ended up working with different clients. Like we worked with a lot of sanitation companies because they were like, I don't know how to market. We've just been doing word of mouth. And I was like, we're like, here, come over here. We we can do this. Right. Mm -hmm. And so basically I did that and it was a small agency. I worked with like 15 people and, um, I basically just, I got really close with the owners. I still talk to them to this day. And I learned a lot about business there. Honestly, that was like my, I mean, I'm so grateful for it. It was exhausting. I was tired. I was going to school full-time. I was, you know, working full-time, but it was the best thing for me because when I started my business, I feel like I understood like the hardships that were happening with the small business, like all that kind of stuff. 
And I had been doing social media on the side for now at that point, four years, like for like multiple companies. And this was like just my full-time job. Like, and like, I don't know, it was just my, my actual thing. I got every month kind of thing, my paid, you know, salary, everything. But then I had, I still had those clients from when I started in the very beginning. So wow. started my business on TikTok as TikTok. I was always anti-TikTok, funny enough, <laughs> when the beginning, my sister's 12 years old. And so she was on it and she was like, you know, like, this is so, I just saw her dancing all the time. And I was, I was one of those that was like, this app is just like, for this kids, like for the young people. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah. I'm too old for this. And then all of a sudden, I like started scrolling my own for you page. I'm like, this is kind of cool. And I was like, wait, yeah. we have something here. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it's I funny need- that you say that. You know, with everything that you just said, one of the things that really stood out to me is like when opportunity knocks, like open the door because yeah. it seems as though one after the other, you got an opportunity. You're like, I'm gonna jump on it. And I'm going to jump on it. Oh, and yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then another just, thing. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go no, I was saying now it's just spreading the knowledge. Like it's really was just a source of there you go. just saying everything I learned, you know? There you go. And that's what I was going to say. It's like another thing is that through you, you know, taking up those opportunities, you've learned so much. So now you have mm-hmm. so much that you can, you know, share on top of editing videos, you know? Yeah. And exactly. then another thing, cause like, I don't know if you guys are really listening because Sky just like dropped a whole lot on you all. You're going to have to listen to this a couple of times. <laughs> Seriously, it was fire. Um, but one of the things you said is that, you know, a lot of businesses needed video. A lot of businesses needed social media. They needed this stuff and they don't know how to do this. And it's so funny. I was just having this conversation. My daughter, she's in college and her boyfriend is also in college. And I was just telling them like, you guys, these are, this is untapped skills, a Uh skill set that people will always need. Like before I got sky, before I got into business strategy, um, well, I, I was a business owner, so I was a salon owner. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's where I got my experience in building businesses. And, um, I, I said to my daughter yesterday, as a matter of fact, that even if God forbid something was to happen and we cannot run market your message anymore, girl, I will put an ad out and have people in my chair tomorrow. Okay. Making yeah. that money. It's skill sets. It's skill sets. It is. And that's what I've heard from you. Yeah. Okay. So you know, we got to get into yeah. the social media. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk to the people right now who they're like, listen, I got this business. I need to get out on social media. They're seeing a lot of conflicting information everywhere. Let's set it on fire in like three simple steps, what would someone do if they wanted to get started on TikTok right now? Right now, I would say find somebody in the office, depending obviously what the business is, find somebody in the office or, you know, you need to face your fear of getting on camera. That's just the reality of it. You know, like I'm not going to sugarcoat it at all. (laughs) You know, you need to get on camera. Um, Start, you can start doing trends in the beginning, whatever it is, but you need to get on camera, find somebody in the office that's willing to do it. And you need to do a hybrid of, providing value from your, of your product, of your service, whatever it is, talking videos. Again, you could have a spokesperson in the company. You tell them what to say, they say it or, and then do trends. So do these like hybrid of both and then do it for 30 days. Like my, I mean, I know 30 days is just the typical, like any challenge, right. You know, and stuff, but it really is, it's just like 30 days is a good time. If you're being consistent, do it for 30 days. And then after that 30 days, see what worked for you. What are the topics that people wanted to see? Is it the like packaging the products that they wanted to see the most? Was it watching you do hair? 
Was it, is mm-hmm. that like, you know, like sometimes like, is it the ASMR version of doing the hair, you know, yeah. like try out these different versions, like don't put yourself in a box, like so early. And then you never have to be in a box. Like don't put yourself in the box because I think people think like niche means box, niche means box or like, and I'm like, no, it doesn't. Like you have so many different formats you can try, yeah. you know, there. So I would just say, you know, again, find a person to create videos create different types of videos in that 30 days in the beginning and then optimize and just keep, you're going to keep going through that process. It's really never ending. You're constantly looking at what's working for you and you have to adapt to it. Oh, and I love that because that's, I was watching someone this morning um, and they were saying about like research wasn't, I'm not, I don't know the exact words, right? But Mm -hmm. in essence, what she was saying is that like, you don't have to research, you know who your clients are, you know what you do, like just get out there and do it. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that that's kind of what you're saying too, not necessarily don't research because I'm a marketing expert, so I'm not gonna say research, but just trying things, you know? Anyone that calls themselves an expert now, they actually try different things to say, Mm -hmm. this is what works for me. Yeah. 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 And I think it's a, it's a happy medium of research and doing it yourself too. Cause I think you can also do research in the midst of doing, you know, and stuff like too many people spend the crippling amount of time doing it in the beginning for like a month and a half, two months. And then they're like, oh, I wish I would have started back a couple months ago. It's like, yes, we all do. You know, it's like, you need to just do like we talked about in the beginning. So it's like, you can always do more research as you're going. You never have to prepare this whole creative brief for your TikTok, you know, like just start doing it. Yep. And that that's like one of the things that I always say, Sky, is like, don't let your process be your prison. Like, don't mm. let it paralyze you to the point where I need everything. I need to know everything. I need to do everything before I get started. It's not that you don't research. Just don't let the research stop you from actually. Exactly. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay. So um, one of the things that people talk about a lot on social media is going viral. I can't mm-hmm. stand hearing it anymore because I think that that's another thing that keeps people scared and stuck and just going around in circles so what is your take on the whole going viral online thing oh it's definitely I feel the same about you with that um (laughs) it's definitely okay the thing is it is just like it's just exciting it's really nothing more than that like and that's I think people like don't understand about virality one you don't need it but two when it happens it's like oh my gosh it's so cool and then you're on a high and then what happens you know like Okay. Like now, you know, like if you didn't get lots of leads from that, if it was just a random viral video, and I always like to explain it in this way, dog videos, everybody loves dog videos, right? Like, I feel like it's, I would say 90% of the population would watch a dog video that can go viral so easily. But what do you get from that? What's going to happen past that? If you don't want your dog to become a dog influencer, there's nothing past that, you know? And so, I mean, really it just comes to with your business, like getting value and putting value out there instead of focusing on the virality, because that will come maybe with time. And if it doesn't, and you're still building like an actual community of people that will buy from you, people that care about your business as if like your family, you know, like they think of you as friends, that is so much more important than the virality aspect. And I can tell you, I just made a post about this yesterday, that firsthand my viral videos aren't the highest converting videos at all. You know, like, yes, I gain a lot of followers from it. And sometimes I honestly get annoyed with like getting followers from things because I'm like, oh, like, you know, like that wasn't like now people want this from me. And like, that's not something I give all the time, you know, and stuff. It's like really, yeah. And so it just becomes that problem, you know, and and stuff. And so like, it's just social media. And like, it doesn't mean don't post anything, but it just means like, if you are getting a lot of followers from something and you're going viral for something, like pay attention to how you can work that into building value as well. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, so that's I, it. I had a client one time that the same thing happened to her. She was in the financial industry and she had did this video. It was like around <clears> tax season. Um, and she was just talking about like different tax laws and, you know, talking her opinion. And she didn't know it was going to go viral. Um, now, she mm -hmm. wasn't my client at the time, but this story is actually what made her my client because she ended up going viral on Instagram, but she had no systems. She had no offer. She had no way to, you know, turn that, that attention into actual money. Um, and that is like the same thing that what you're saying is like, focus on giving value, focus on structuring your business. So if you do end up going viral, you can actually leverage that um, mm -hmm. and you're going viral and you get in front of the, the quality, you know, the targeted people, the people that you want, you know, so yeah, that definitely. makes so much sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So you talked about community. You didn't actually mention it, but it sounded like that's what you were saying, which is, mm -hmm, yeah. you know, it's really important to grow a community online. And I think that that's something that people forget too, Sky, right? Like they're yeah. like, I'm like, social media means social. It doesn't mean spam spamming <laughs> me in the DM. It, you don't know me. It doesn't yeah. mean, you know, so how does one start building a community on social media? And what does that even mean? I think it's knowing, and like you said in the beginning, like, you know, your audience, you know, and even if you don't, you do after a few weeks of posting, you know, who your target person is. And it's definitely understanding where they're at in life and like how you can continue to target that within your content so that yeah. they feel like you are again, like their friend, you like, basically you want them to feel like you're FaceTiming them. You know, a lot of the times, like mm -hmm. it doesn't need to be much more than that. And with that being said, it's like also important to engage with your audience and like, no matter how many followers you have respond to the comments, you know, and stuff, because you, you're just like them, you know, like, oh, yes, yeah. you have more, you have more knowledge in a certain topic, like that they don't, but I'm sure they do too, you know, like, and so that's really comes down to like, I know we can't respond to all just the emojis, right? Like the hearts and stuff like that. But when somebody's asking a valuable question and they need your help of some sorts, like try responding to as much as you can, because that's going to build your community and they're going to see you because too many people don't do that. And so yeah. you're going to be, and you know, like you could say, any of our markets are quote unquote saturated, like people like to say, but yeah. with that being said, like what sets you apart? And it's the fact that you treat your, your followers as if like you care, cause you should, you know? And so I think that it's caring about your audience, treating them as they are real people. Cause they are and responding to their comments, going live and providing the value, doing things like you're doing right now. Like you want the best for them and letting yeah. them know that. And like, you know, letting them know, like, I want the best for you. I want you to succeed. This, therefore, this is why I do this for you. Whether it's creating a product, a service, whatever it is. Yeah. It's so like, first of all, I hope you guys are listening. Those of you who are not new to me, you already know why Sky is here. Okay. And you heard what she just said. And you also see what's behind me because I absolutely believe that is one of the things that I stand on, which is putting people before profits. If you have some, a gift or skill set or an experience, a way that you can help people, you should be focusing on that. And the rewards come from focusing on people. And I think that that's the whole idea of being social on social media. If people are, if you're looking at people like it's just a way to make money, then you're not really truly building relationships. And then people could sense that. And, you know, that's why you won't grow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. So I cannot keep Sky too long. Okay. But Sky, just give me like, you know, what's the last tip? that you feel everybody needs to know about growing their business on social media right now, especially with the changes that are coming. There's been a mm. lot of, you know, talk about, you know, where the money is going, where these platforms are putting their attention, the recession, you know, how people are supposed to be positioning themselves right now. Like, 
Let's talk about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, um, you know, it comes down to invest your time into things rather than your money, because, you know, we with the economy going where it is, we want to be smart with what we're doing, you know, invest your time into yourself and your business by growing on organic social media platforms, rather than doing ads and things like that at the moment, if you want to, you know, like you definitely can build a foundation for the future when things happen like that, or if you want to do things of that nature. Mm -hmm. um, in terms of people buying from you, though, right, that's like, people get nervous, whether coaches, whatever service, you need to solve a pain for somebody, right? You need to solve a pain point. You need to speak to something that they're dealing with in their life. Whether that, you know, for me, it's like people that struggle with social media. That's something that in order for people to make more money, they need to perfect this like kind of industry. And yeah. so with that being said, you know, like they, I'm, I will be in business. People need to build businesses for you. So like, therefore they will need to hire you. So yeah. it's like, think about that pain point that you are solving for people and really emphasize upon that. Because as long as you're we are solving a pain point, people will need your services. And whether it's emotional or it's strictly something that, you know, is money related, that's going to be important. And I yeah. think, um, you know, again, it's just important to also like not de, uh, what do you call it? Like devalue your services or your offers just because of what's happening right now, because too many people are getting scared and they're thinking like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know what to do. I need to lower my prices. I need to do this we're all going through it, you know, and stuff. And with that being said, like you should not have to lower your services and make less money because what's happening in the world, you know, and stuff like you have built this business. You have the knowledge, you have the knowledge to charge the prices that you are charging at this moment. There's no reason to go backwards, you know, yeah. and stuff. And mm -hmm. so, you know, within, with that being said, last thing with TikTok, what you should be doing is just I guess coming back to the point, bringing it full circle is be tenacious about it. You know, like I think honestly putting your, those blinders on and just posting things that you know, that is valuable and you know, speak to you two years ago, speak to you two years ago when, you know, like when you were starting. So, or like when I was starting social media, I learned so much just for myself by posting on TikTok for the last two years. I'm sure you have too. speak to yourself two years ago. What would you wish you would have known and speak to that person? Because that's going to speak volumes and it's going to come off as authentic because it is. And that's when people like people want to hire authentic people and yeah. people hire people, hire people, not services and okay. stuff. And, yeah. <laughs> so I think it's just remembering all these key things that go into social media and business at the same time. And just making sure that you're not, you know, again, just like getting discouraged because of all the videos you see. And honestly, take a break from it. If you, if you feel overwhelmed by the fact that like there, I mean, there's always things going on in the world, but if it's like overwhelming your social media, you need to take a break because yeah. again, your service doesn't change because of what's happening. Yeah, definitely. Oh, oh my goodness. So much <laughs> gold here. Definitely. So um, let's talk about how people can stay in contact with you community wise. Yeah. So I am on TikTok. I'm on YouTube, on Instagram, all the platforms at Managed by Sky. Um, I have courses available as well um, for anybody who is like, I don't know, not making money off social media at the moment, but they want to not making as many sales as they want to. Um, it's just a recorded course. That one is. And then I have a mentorship for anybody who is making money, but just wants some more scale on the platform, whether that be content creator, like influencers or people who sell products, whatever it is, you know, in that nice. case. So kind of just de deciding what you want to do there. And then of course, if you just want some quick investment, there's TikTok audits I offer as well. So if you're like, I don't know why this is a whole thing. If I don't know why anything isn't working, I can't figure it out. I'll figure it out for you. I do a whole screen record and then I'm able to kind of audit your account and figure out what you should do next. Okay, that is great. So I'm going to make sure that I leave all that information below, guys. And just to wrap this up for you, remember, 
It is your job as a CEO to be tenacious in your business, okay? Um, when it comes to running scared, don't run scared. There are so many things that you could do. As a strategist, I know gr a great thing, which is diversifying the way you make money. So not really changing what you do, like what Scott said, not really changing what you do, but maybe changing in the way you deliver or adding mm -hmm. on top of what you're doing. There's so much that you could do. And that's why you want to stay locked into this interview series continue to learn and remember that knowledge is not power the implementation yes. of knowledge is okay yes all right all right bye thank guys, you, guys. <laughs> bye thank you for listening all the way to the end of the show your support means the world to me did you know that we have an awesome squad on facebook called the female coaches society yes and we're all about community collaboration and connections Visit us on Facebook at joinneala.com. And if you're loving the podcast, show us some love by rating and leaving us a quick five-star review wherever you listen to your podcast. It helps more people like you find the show. Until next time, remember, you are the missing ingredient. Now get back out there and start shaking things up. You got this.